Hello, Puggies, and welcome to the Pug Life Show, brought to you by Pug Parties, because your pug deserves to be the best dressed at the porty, and you can check out their outfits at pugparties.com. I'm your host, Donna, and with me are my puggy co-hosts, Rosie and Kenji, snoring in the background, of course. In this episode, I'm talking about fur family holidays. We try to go on at least one every year, but I realised just before Easter this year that we hadn't been on a proper fur family holiday for five years. So we decided to book an Airbnb place near the sea at the last minute and enjoy the four days off. But with so much time in between holidays, I realised just how out of practice I was in making sure we packed everything Rosie and Kenji would need for the trip. So I thought I'd share my packing list with you so you don't forget anything on your trip and find yourself searching for a pet store in an unfamiliar town, praying they stock your puggy's favourite treaties. And yes, that was us this time round. But before we dive in, I want to remind you to subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes so you get advance notice of our next episode and much, much more. Since Andrew and I retired from the Navy and settled down in Melbourne, we've tried to go on a fur family holiday every year nothing extravagant, just a long weekend, us and the puggies, to a town within reasonable driving distance from home that allows us the ability to spend some quality time together doing as much or as little as we'd like. We looked, we looked forward to it every year and would talk about different places we'd like to go with Winston and Charles, seeing things in our wider backyard. And with the advent of Airbnb, it meant that we could stay in nice homes, with the backyard, giving us the ability to leave the boys at home when we went out for dinner. And it also gave them the freedom to pop outside for a snuffle or toilet break in the backyard whenever they felt like it, which to us was a big win-win. Then in 2019, Winston got sick. He passed away in early 2020, just before COVID happened. And all of a sudden, five years has slipped by since the last time we went on a fur family holiday. Now, don't get me wrong. We've been on holidays with the Puggies over those five years, but they haven't been our traditional fur family holiday um, just us together. And I decided that we weren't going to make that mistake again this year. So at the last minute, I booked a holiday apartment, a short walk to a poor friendly beach for Easter uh, and started planning the things that we'd need to pack to make sure that we had everything we'd need for the break, noting that most businesses close for Good Friday and in some small towns, they also close for Easter Sunday. We've been caught out before, so I wasn't planning on making that same mistake again. We decided to take enough food for the entire time away so that we had the flexibility to eat at home or go out if the mood inspired us. Now, you'd think that we'd remember to pack enough food for Rosie and Kenji and their actual meal food was covered amply. However, I was woefully short on the treaties count. And by woefully, I mean we ran out of treats in the first day and a half, which is just terrible. I'd packed the belt of power with loads of treaties as always, but I should have taken an extra bag of yogurt drops, noting our plans to go for a walk on the beach every day and their obvious need for sustained sustenance during their, inverted commas, long treks to new shores. 
I will take a moment and explain that the belt of power is what we call our doggy training belt. We use to hold treaties and poop bags. We have found over the years that whoever wears the belt gets the puggy's attention, even if both humans are walking a puggy each. All of our puggies know the belt of power and will stick by the human with the belt, even if it means pulling away from the human who actually has their lead. Now, I say this because Rosie is especially bad for it, and it's probably the only time she chooses me over her dad being a daddy's girl. Uh, sometimes we've just, as mums, we have to take what we can get. Now, like all family holidays, the key is in the preparation and packing to ensure you don't get to the hotel, campsite, Airbnb or beach house and find that you forgot the one thing that your perfect puggy cannot live without and will be inconsolable for the entire holiday, requiring twice the treaties you packed, unless it's the thing you forgot, like us, uh, to turn that puggy frown upside down. So our motto is never leave anything to chance when it comes to the perfect family uh, for a family holiday. And if you don't pack anything else, these items are a must in our opinion. So bed, choose their favourite bed. If you're like us, our puggies have more than one strewn throughout the house. That this bed can go into the car and plus they can sleep on it whilst you're at your holiday destination. Now, I don't know about your puggies, uh, but our puggies will settle in quicker if they have something from home to make them feel comfortable. And if you have a puggy that gets anxious like Kenji, their bed is their safe space in a strange place for that first few hours, uh, which is really important for them. Bowls for food and water. If your puggy is anything else like ours, they are very particular about what they drink from and their hydration is really important, especially if you plan on going on long walks like we did. Uh, you should also bring water from home for your arrival so they have another familiar thing from home whilst they get used to the new place and the change in water quality or taste. Believe me, it's a thing. So they will drink water from the new place, but for that first few hours, it is nice for them to have that something from home. The other big thing that uh, that's really important, especially if you're planning on driving long distances, is a car restraint. Now, regardless of how you strain your puggy, whether you use a seat belt or a harness loop or whatever, it is law in most states of Australia that you appropriately restrain your puggy in the car. And no one wants to see their puggy hurt in a bingle, especially when you have a long drive to get your holiday location. Now, food. Oof. Whatever kibble, wet food or bath mints uh, your puggy loves, make sure you take enough for each day of the holiday plus one extra day just in case. Don't rely on the holiday location having your puggy's favourite food because you can guarantee it won't have it and no one likes a hungry puggy on their hands or a puggy with an upset tummy from eating food that they're not used to. Same goes with treats, which is obviously where I failed this time. So pack as much as you think you'll need uh, and then double it because you never know who you'll meet on a holiday and sharing is a great way to meet new friends. We obviously ran out of treaties on our recent trip and
treaties so that Rosie could eat them without choking since she only has three teeth left. So things like liver treats were an absolute no-go for her. Um, take a harness and lead because how else are you going to see all the sights on your holiday? And if you're planning on going to the beach or like a lake or somewhere where it might be a bit muddy, then I recommend taking a couple so that the wet one can dry out and you still have a dry one to wear um, if you decide to do a couple of trips in a day. Now, Kenji on our holiday ran into the ocean chasing a new friend on the first day at the beach and got his harness and his raincoat wet and sandy, and I mean absolutely everywhere. It was so funny to see. Um, requiring us to wash it and dry it so that they were ready for our next adventure the next day. Um, oh, the look on his face when he realised he was like chin deep in water was just absolutely priceless, I'm telling you. Uh, now, waste bags. We usually take twice as many as we think we'll need because there's nothing worse than running out of poop bags on your morning walk. And no one wants to see poop on the beach. It's just gross. Now, we always take baby wipes, the unscented versions, because they're perfect for cleaning puggy faces and pores, cleaning up little messes in the car if your pug happens to get car sick, um, or in the hotel room and at a stretch, picking up little messes as well. Now, Rosie is a princess pug, and we had to clean the residual sand from between her toes after each beach walk. And to be honest, the sand would have caused irritation. So giving them a quick clean was the responsible thing to do anyway, just to make sure that her highness was okay. Uh, the other thing we always take is old towels. They're good for drying wet fur after a frolic on the beach or at a pool or a lake, because no one likes that wet fur smell. Um, and a lot of places don't have old towels or enough towels for that for that point. Uh, now, toilet mats. If your puggy has been trained to use them, a human's best friend if they want a little sleep in, but there's no doggy door for a puggy to use. Now, we stayed in a holiday apartment and it didn't have a courtyard with grass or plants, so we had to take Kenji and Rosie out for toilet runs every few hours, which is fine if it isn't raining, which wasn't the case for most of our holiday, unfortunately. Uh, but they don't know how to use toilet mats, so we knew what we had to do to make sure that Rosie and Kenji were okay. Now, vaccinations. This is really important in general for a puggy's health, but it's more important if you're travelling to a holiday destination that requires additional vaccinations. Now, Tasmania is a prime example. That place requires evidence of the high-dated worm vaccination prior to arrival, and not every state vaccinates against it as part of your puggy's usual 12-monthly cycle. So make sure you check that out before you go. Flea and tick treatment. Um, make sure it's up to date, especially if you don't know if the holiday location is known for ticks. Nobody wants a holiday vet visit and you can never be too careful with ticks at certain times of the year. And our last major um, minimum requirement, for want of a better term, is download the first aid app for pets. You can get it on Apple and also Android. You can register your vet's details on the app. Plus, most importantly, it has an emergency vet services section and it lists all of the Australian vets 
wherever you are in Australia. It has everything you need to know to administer first aid to your puggy as well until you can get them to the vet, which in some instances is a true lifesaver. And the best part about this app, it is 100% free. Hey, puggies, we'll be right back after this short message. If you haven't already subscribed to our newsletter, then please click on the link in our show notes so you get advance notice of our next episode. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Live in the Pug Life, so you can be the crazy pug lady you've always wanted to be with other like-minded crazy pug ladies. Now it's time to get back to the show. So we've covered the basics, but there's always room for other items such as the following, which is handy for trips to the beach. First one being life jacket. If your puggy is like Kenji, they love the sand, but are not too sure with the water. And so a life jacket helps them enjoy the day at the beach with their humans while still feeling safe in the water. Pugs are known for sinking like a brick in water, so a life jacket takes away the worry. They're usually really bright coloured and they have a handle on them so that if they do get in trouble, you can get to them quickly and you can lift them up out of the water and to safety. Another great thing is a cool mat and it's a place for your puggy to rest after their frolic on the beach and in the water. That'll also help them from overheating. If you don't have a cool mat, a great little hack is dig out the sand until you hit cool sand for them to rest in. It means they'll need a bath at the end of the day, but it's a pretty small price to pay for a happy beach bum pucky. And following on with that, some sort of shade um, cloth or umbrella or hut or whatever. It's just as important as the cool mat to make sure that your puggy stays cool while still enjoying the beach and the day with their humans. Now, if your puggy is more of the outdoorsy type, then for the camping puggy, we recommend the following things. A lead tether. Uh, you don't want your puggy wandering off when you're busy setting up or cooking dinner. Yeah, who am I kidding? As if your puggies are going to wander off when dinner is on the campfire. But in reality, there are going to be times when you need to stop your puggy from wandering off whilst you're otherwise engaged. And a lead tether is really handy. An outdoor mat. Now, every puggy needs a place to rest their head next to the campfire and their bed night might not be the best option. An outdoor mat just gives them a place of their own when they're not sleeping on your lap um, that can get dirty and be easily washed off. Now, you could use a tarp at a stretch, but it's not overly comfortable for your puggy, um, So, which is why we sort of recommend something that's a little bit more robust and a bit cushiony. Paw cream. This is actually more important that you probably realise. Some puggies are susceptible to grass seed infections and camping can expose them to all types of seeds uh, as well as splinters, little rocks, you name it, they'll find it. Any form of barrier cream for paws is a good idea to help protect them from grass seeds getting in between their toes and causing irritation or worse, infection. And lastly, I'd say a tactical harness. Now, this is probably for the more adventurous puggy who likes to explore off the beaten track. 
It's tough all-round body protection, has three-point securing, which means that it's not coming off anytime soon, and the hand grip will allow you to pull any puggy out of a tight corner in a jiffy. These harnesses are designed to get dirty and for puggies to rough it in it. So it's worth the expense if you're planning on doing some real off-road exploring on your holiday. Now, regardless of where your puggy goes, you should not forget their other outfits. Now, your puggy is going to want to stand out in the holiday crowds and what better way to garner the pats and cuddles that they're looking for than by looking adorable in a, be a dress, a Hawaiian shirt, a cosy little jumper if it's a bit cool, a raincoat, or even a harness-friendly jacket. Now, it's not an exhaustive list that we've gone through today by any means, and we're sure that your puggy has their preferred way of going on holiday. Lord knows Rosie and Kenji do, but we hope that this at least gives you a head start on your planning and packing if you're going away for a fur family holiday in the near future. And if you've just been on a fur family holiday recently like us, we'd love for you to share your photos, videos and stories like only a pug mum can and you can share them over in our Facebook group, Live in the Pug Life, because that's where crazy pug porins hang out. And until next time, puggies, have a pawsome week and humans, be generous with the snackies. Thank you very much for listening to our latest episode of The Pug Life Show. If you liked the episode or if you think it will be useful for someone else, then please leave a review with your favourite podcast host or over at our Facebook group, Live in the Pug Life, where crazy pug ladies meet to talk all things pug.